Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you wanna mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you wanna jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hey everybody, this is Matt from Cincy Jungle. Today we are wrapping up our position by position preview of the Bengals for the 2020 season. And today we are talking quarterbacks. And of course, when you're talking quarterbacks with the Bengals, it's all about one guy. It's all about the number one overall pick, Joe Burrow. So look, we talked a lot about Joe Burrow over almost the last year. We've been talking about this guy and now it's a reality. Now he's really there. We've seen him in a practice jersey. We've seen him throwing balls to, to A.J. Green, to Tyler Boyd. So it's an exciting time in Cincinnati. Now let's talk about some of the main things that Burrow brings to Cincinnati. First, he is great under pressure and has the ability to create outside of structure. So this is something that the Bengals have lacked. That ability when the play breaks down to get out of the pocket, to do some things with your feet, not necessarily just to take off and run, but to get the ball downfield, to keep looking for receivers. Burrow's ability to do that is really incredible. This guy can play. He can make big-time plays within the structure of the offense, but he can also make big-time plays when the play breaks down. All right, and this is something that's gotten a lot of talk lately particularly because we see Patrick Mahomes do it. But this is something Bill Walsh talked about. It was one of the things that he liked about Joe Montana. All right, it was his ability to create when things broke down. So that's huge. That's going to be a major asset to the Bengals moving forward. Also, in the red zone, the Bengals were bad in the red zone last year. Having a quarterback who can create is huge. In the red zone, a lot of those situations come up. It's a confined space. Defenses are able to play man. They're able to sit on routes. They're not worried about getting getting torched deep because the field has limitations. So having that guy who can create is huge in this situation in the red zone. Also, his ball placement. His ball placement is incredible. And we talk about accuracy. We talk about placement. Placement is more precise. It's not only getting it within the framework, within the area the receiver can catch it. It's also putting it where he's going to be able to rack the ball, to run after the catch, all right? Because it's not all about air yards. Being able to rack up yards is huge as well. Burrow's great in a lot of different areas. He loves to throw the ball over the middle, extremely accurate over the middle. We saw him hooking up with Justin Jefferson a lot on these routes, and we're already seeing that he and Tyler Boyd are starting to build a rapport. That's already something that's being talked about out of camp. Boyd is the perfect type of receiver. Even though we've already seen some great things out of Tyler Boyd, I expect even more in the next few years as this relationship really starts to take off and they really get to know each other well because he is a great receiver for Joe Burrow. All right, Joe Burrow's other favorite receiver in college was Jamar Chase. Great speed threat, deep threat, and a guy like John Ross, all right, when he gets back, being able to spread the field, Man, John Ross is going to love Joe Burrow. People have talked about Burrow's arm strength or lack thereof. Look, he didn't have an absolute cannon, but he's got plenty. It's going to be really exciting seeing him throw the ball to John Ross. But probably the thing that Burrow is most well known for from what he did in college was the back shoulder fade. Throwing those really kind of jump ball, 50-50 almost type balls on the receiver's back shoulder. He's got a great feel for that. 
the way he's able to, to read the defense, and the way his receivers were able to adjust. The Bengals have a number of receivers who are really good at those type of, of plays as well. A.J. Green, incredible contested catch guy, really smart receiver, can read on the fly. He'll be great for those situations. You get the big man Auden Tate. He can go up and get the ball in those situations. And, of course, T. Higgins, all right, the second-round pick coming in, was incredible at those balls as well. So, really, his ball placement and the type of routes he's able to throw are going to match up very well with this receiving core. Very exciting things coming for this group of wide receivers. And finally, it's his swagger. Man, this guy is confident. He expects to win. And that's been a problem for the Bengals. Even in recent years, when they've been pretty good, when they've gone to the playoffs, when they put together some good seasons, they get to the playoffs and they lose. Or they get to a Monday night game and they lose. All right, on national television, they struggle. Beating the Steelers. I think there's a mental hurdle for beating the Steelers as well. Joe Burrow doesn't care about those things. Joe Burrow's going to go into all of those situations confident. When they get to a primetime game, Joe Burrow's going to treat it like he treats any other situation. When they get to the playoffs, Joe Burrow is going to be ready to go for the playoffs. He's been there before. He led LSU to a national championship. He had a ton of hype on him. Everybody knew he was going to be the first pick. He's had that pressure before. He can deal with it. And having that type of leader, particularly at the quarterback position, who has that attitude, who has that swagger, who has that confidence, is huge. That's going to be a major factor in this team's success in the future. Now let's talk about expectations. Joe Burrow is going to make mistakes. He's not going to be perfect. He's going to throw some picks. It's going to happen. But he's definitely got the confidence, as we talked about before, to overcome those things. To learn about it, but also to forget about it and move on to the next play. Bill Polian has said that Joe Burrow is going to struggle, and to some extent I agree with him. Like I said, there's going to be growing pains. He's going to have to make some mistakes. He will learn. He will move on. But he's going to make some mistakes. But I think Pullian puts a little bit too much emphasis on that. Pullian was with the Colts when they selected Peyton Manning. Manning threw 28 picks in his rookie season. Burrow's not going to do that. Yes, this offseason has been unconventional. But Burrow has been on top of this stuff. The Bengals coaching staff has done a really good job with this stuff. Burrow, number one, is not your average rookie quarterback. At LSU, he was in grad school. He wasn't taking classes all day. He was in the football office. He was studying. He was preparing like a pro. And number two, today's NFL is not the NFL of the 90s. We see all the time rookie quarterbacks come in and have success. The schemes they're running now in the NFL are more similar to what they were doing in college than ever before. Burrow was working with an NFL coach in Joe Brady. So rookie quarterbacks can really come along a lot faster now. And I think we should expect more out of Joe Burrow. Again, he's going to have some struggles. He's going to have some picks. But he will improve over the course of the year. At LSU, he got better in his first year, right? Where he talks about, well, geez, he wasn't even on anybody's draft board in that first year. If you watch him as the season goes along, you could see the progression. You could see him getting better. You weren't seeing the number one pick. I'm not saying that. All right. But you could see that he was improving. He was getting better. Obviously, his second season was great. And part of that was Joe Brady coming in and some of the schematic changes they made to fit with Joe Burrow. But a lot of it was having that full offseason, getting to know his receivers, putting in extra time during spring practice, during the summer, and really getting on the same page with those guys. Overall, I have high expectations of Joe Burrow as a rookie, 
But we have to temper them. We have to be reasonable about our expectations in year one. This offense is going to be good. They're going to be productive. They're going to be much better on third down. They're going to be much better in the red zone than they were last year. Burrow will make plays. He will do exciting things outside of structure. He will do things that give us a glimpse of the future, of his potential, and the Bengals will win games. But as we've seen in recent years with a lot of other quarterbacks, it's all about year two. That development coming along year two. That's when we're looking at a guy who is a potential game changer, who is a potential driving force behind a championship run. In year one, I expect him to be very good. I expect to see glimpses of that MVP caliber player that we think he can be. And for people to start to get really excited about it. But we're not going to see him fully blossom until year two. So the next guy we'll talk about is Brandon Allen who the Bengals brought in shortly before the start of camp. His familiarity with Zach Taylor is huge. I think I kind of expected like Sean Mannion a year ago to come in as a, as a potential backup guy, somebody with some familiarity with the system with Zach Taylor. Now they've done that with Brandon Allen, who spent two years with the Rams. Started three games for the Broncos last year. Three TDs, two interceptions, 515 yards, 68.3 completion percentage. So I think... Allen will eventually emerge as the backup. I think that's why they're kind of keeping him separate from the other quarterbacks is because they know if something happens, they want that guy. They don't want one of the younger guys taking the snaps. We do have the younger guys. We've got the two rookies from last year. We've got Ryan Finley and Jake Dolagala. In a normal year, I would think they'd be battling it out, maybe competing for the third spot. And I would think that maybe there wouldn't be a third spot. But with everything going on with, with, with COVID and a greater potential to lose your quarterback, they keep at least three. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep four, you know, with one of those guys on the practice squad. So that's the quarterback group. Again, it's all about Joe Burrow. You know it. I know it. We're all excited to see it out there, see it on the field. Guys like Colin Coward that, that love to rip on him, you know, those guys aren't excited about it. But who needs them anyway? Again, this was the final position by position preview of the Bengals for the 2020 season. So if you missed any, if you want to hear about anybody else, go on back, check them out. They are all still available on YouTube. So definitely check that stuff out. We'll have lots of great content as the season gets underway. We'll have a lot of film. We'll have some great guests. And we may have a little something new coming to the channel uh, pretty soon as well. So I'll just uh, tease that a little bit. So thanks for watching. Make sure you keep coming back for all the exciting content we're going to have as the season and the Joe Burrow era in Cincinnati gets underway. I'm Matt Minnick from Cincy John Girl. Who did? Yeah, we coming for